Hey there, you are listening to the best of 2021. I've compiled some of the top episodes and I'm bringing them back. Whether you missed them the first time around or you heard them and you need to hear them again, these are the most downloaded episodes for a reason. Enjoy. Welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Hey there, welcome back. Today I'm excited to talk about virtual assistants and social media managers because I've been getting a lot of questions lately about these topics. Um, and I'll just call virtual assistant VA from here on out to keep it short. So I have a VA. Her name is Megan. She's wonderful. And sometimes I'll mention her on Instagram. And when I do, I typically get a bunch of questions immediately about VAs. So Um, how to hire a VA, what to look for, what can they do for you, etc. I think more and more acupuncturists are warming up to the idea of hiring a VA to save themselves some time, and they're sort of on the cusp of taking this plunge. So if that's you, I hope this episode is really helpful. I'm going to share the things that my VA does for me, how I found her, and then answer a whole host of other questions that I get pretty often. And before we start, I wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who attended my live workshop this past weekend. The workshop was all about growing your email list with your ideal patients by creating a lead magnet. And you guys made it really awesome. Thank you for showing up with thoughtful questions and spending time with me on a Sunday. It was amazing. Um, And if you missed the workshop, you can certainly sign up to watch the replay. I'll pop the link in my bio. Again, it was all about creating a lead magnet that gets more of your ideal patients on your list so that you can market to them and then make them become your patients. So kind of like the first step in really good email marketing. All right, so let's dive in. A virtual assistant is just what it sounds like. So let's define it first. It's someone who is not located in your office, who uses the internet and sometimes phone to do tasks behind the scenes for your business. There are dozens of things that a virtual assistant can take care of for you, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. But I wanted to start with a really common question that I get, which is, what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a social media manager or a remote social media manager? I actually think that a social media manager is a type of or a subset of virtual assistant. So if a virtual assistant is the big umbrella term, then social media manager falls under that. It's like one specialty that a VA might have. So a virtual social media manager, of course, runs your social media, which could include writing and scheduling posts, finding images for posts, checking and answering your social media messages, etc. Whereas a VA typically takes care of more administrative tasks, like maybe answering emails, data entry, bookkeeping. There's a huge number of things they could do for you. 
And I think this distinction is really only important if you are getting ready to hire someone and you're writing up a job description. So the job title in that case will really matter, right? If you need someone who's going to do more administrative tasks, then you would put in your job description that you're looking for a VA versus whether you need someone with expertise specific to social media, then you would say you're hiring you know, a virtual social media manager or remote social media manager, that kind of thing. Another question that I get all the time is what exactly can I ask a VA to do? What can I assign them? Really, you can have them do whatever you want because it's virtual for a lot of tasks. You have to be willing to give them login information for different platforms, like maybe your social media accounts or your social media scheduler. For example, if you use Hootsuite like I do, but as long as you're okay with that, then you can ask them to do just about anything you can think of. You may also want to have them sign a non-disclosure statement, like for your other employees, depending on the access you're planning on giving them. Like if they will have access to patient information or patient conversations, for example, then that's a really good idea. And There's honestly a huge number of things that a VA can do. I will give you some good examples in just a second, but you could think of it this way. Think of the things in your business that you don't like to do or that you feel like you're not very good at or things that need to get done, but you probably shouldn't be the one doing them. So let's talk about an example for each. Something you might not like doing is finding articles to publish on social media. Maybe you feel like it's really tedious and you hate it. So that's a great task for a VA or a social media manager to take over. Something you might not feel very good at could be, for example, graphic design. So you could hire a VA with a specialty in graphic design to make images for your social media, your website, etc. And the last one, I think this one is really interesting and deserves some extra discussion. The idea that there are tasks that need to be done in your business, but you as the skilled laborer, for lack of a better term, the acupuncturist, should probably not be the one doing them. So think about it this way. If you charge $70 a treatment and you can see two patients per hour, then you are looking at $140 an hour. So focus on that. In that case, you really shouldn't be doing $15 or $25 tasks, spending your time doing those, when you could be spending that time making $140 an hour. Does that make sense? Or if you don't have enough patients yet to consistently see two per hour, you could be spending that time marketing and building your patient base so you can get to that point. Instead of feeling like you are, for example, drowning in social media or playing email tag with your patients or just managing other minutia, the busy work stuff that you hate anyway, and that you can pay someone else 15 bucks to do, that's definitely the kind of thing you should hand off to a VA and then commit to using those free hours and that freed up mental space to either treating your patients, or building up your patient base to fill your schedule. And let me share what my VA does for me before giving you a slightly longer list of ideas, since people will often ask me this as well. 
By the way, for this episode, I'm mostly going off questions that I've received on Instagram, like I mentioned. So if you ever have a thought and you want to shoot me a quick message, Instagram is a great way to contact me. My Instagram handle is at Michelle Grassick. So people ask a lot whether my VA writes my, my content for me. For example, does she write blog posts? Does she write captions for social media posts? That kind of thing. So my VA, uh, again, her name is Megan. She is essentially a social media manager. That is primarily her job for me. She takes care of some specific social media accounts. But if I need help with administrative things, she can also jump in and do those things as well on a case-by-case basis. And when I was hiring her, this is something we talked about, that most of her weekly hours would be kind of repetitive social media tasks. And every once in a while, I might email her to ask if she has time this week to help me with other things. And so, of course, she agreed with that and said that's fine to send her requests to do extra work. So every week on Monday, I write my posts for Instagram inside Hootsuite, which is a social media scheduling platform. I schedule them to auto post in the upcoming week. And then on Tuesday, Megan jumps into Hootsuite and repurposes those Instagram posts for Facebook. So what does this mean? It's really simple. She copies and pastes both the caption and the image of the Instagram post into a Facebook post, and she edits the captions so that it makes sense on Facebook. Basically, she's changing my Instagram call to action of click the link in my bio to schedule now to a Facebook-appropriate call to action, which is usually click here to schedule now, and then she adds the link in the post. And she also removes the hashtags, right? So in Instagram, you can use up to 30 hashtags, which I recommend in every post. Um, I don't think they're necessary on Facebook, so she just takes them out for the Facebook post. And again, this is called repurposing content, and she does that for me. Now, I try my best to write three Instagram posts per week, which leaves two weekdays without content on Facebook. So in that case... Megan finds articles about acupuncture, writes the Facebook caption, and schedules those posts within Hootsuite so that later in the week they'll be auto-published on Facebook. So in that case, she is writing some content for me in the form of Facebook captions. She also runs my Pinterest account using the app Tailwind. So she sets up new pins and repeating pins, sorry, uh, one hour per week. And she also spends an hour a week using a specific Instagram growth strategy that I really like, which you can find inside my online course, Instagram Marketing for Acupuncturists. So she's, and I'll include a link to that in the bio. So she's working three hours a week for me generally. And sometimes, like I mentioned, if I have other things I need help with, like answering basic emails or helping me review an email sequence or something like that, she jumps in with an extra hour or two a week. So all of this was stuff that I specifically needed help with to really keep my Facebook and Pinterest accounts feeling alive (laughs) because you might notice I say this a lot. I really love Instagram, but I don't enjoy Facebook. And I just, I actually love Pinterest, but was not giving it enough of my time. So I knew that I needed someone else to help me have a consistent presence on Facebook and Pinterest. And this is a great example of a way that a VA can help you show up better while you focus on bigger tasks that you don't hate. 
So let's quickly brain dump a few other things a VA slash social media manager could help you with. Just to give you an idea, kind of get your brain rolling and thinking about things you might want to pass off to a VA. So some ideas for you. A VA could do bookkeeping, payroll. Um, If you have other employees, a VA could calculate their hours. They could do database entry, inventory if that's tracked online. They could help you with banking, paying bills, sending invoices, collecting overdue cash or fees from patients. They could send snail mail on your behalf like holiday cards, birthday cards, newsletters, thank you notes, etc., If graphic design is a specialty of theirs, they could create images for your social media or for your website, or maybe design brochures or other content like informational flyers for your office. You can also find VAs who specialize in marketing, and you could have them write press releases or even write your email newsletters or blog posts. So I think content creation is a specialty like graphic design for VAs, and you might expect to pay more for someone to be able to write great content about acupuncture. It's pretty specialized, but it's certainly a possibility to find someone with this expertise or previous experience. And then, of course, if you find a social media VA, they can help you publish and manage your social media, not just writing or scheduling posts, but also checking in on messages you receive via social media Uh, answering people's questions, or maybe elevating certain questions to you if they feel like they can't answer them. The thing to keep in mind is that no one person is likely to be totally fluent in all of these areas, so you sort of have to decide what's the most important for you. What would you like taken off your plate? And then when you're looking for a VA or writing up a job description, focus on those things. Make sure to discuss what's essential for you not to have to do anymore, and maybe advertise for the top three things that this person, the VA, needs to be able to do for you at a really high professional level. I also want to mention that sometimes people are looking for a virtual receptionist. So this is a type of VA, at least I think so, but instead of it being all online over email or using apps or software, they are actually taking phone calls for you, right? So there is an entire service dedicated to this, specifically for acupuncturists, called AccuHub. I definitely recommend it. I'll link to it in the show notes. AccuHub is set up so that calls to your clinic number are routed to a remote receptionist who is trained in answering questions about acupuncture and your clinic, specifically what you do and how you do it, and they have secure access to your patient calendar. So if you don't feel like playing phone tag with patients anymore, if that's making you crazy, and you don't want to pay for an in-office receptionist, this is a great option. Okay, the next common question I get is, how much should I expect to pay a VA? This can vary pretty widely. I would say expect to pay anywhere from $15 to $35 an hour. If you need someone who does content creation, like writing blog posts, for example, or who does graphic design, I think they'll probably be on the more expensive end for sure. If you can find someone who is a newer VA, then $15 or $20 an hour is a reasonable rate. The next question is, 
where or how do you find a VA? I found one of my first VAs on Upwork.com, and this is a really great place to find qualified VAs. It's a very regulated platform. I'll include a link in the show notes. It has this awesome software built in where the when the VA is doing work for you, they are logged into Upwork, and Upwork records the amount of time that they have been working on this specific task and takes screenshots. And then Upwork bills you and says, okay, they were online for 15 minutes and they said they were doing social media management. And you can actually check if you want and take a look at the screenshots showing what the VA was doing on their computer and say, oh, okay, they were signed into my Hootsuite account. They were doing what I was paying them for. So it's very regulated. It's a way to know that people are spending time doing what you're paying them for. So these features are great, but the downside to Upwork that I found at least is that it takes a fee from you as the business owner and it takes a fee from the VA as well. So eventually my VA that I found on Upwork wanted to know if we could move off of that platform so that neither of us had to pay that fee. And I decided that we'd been working together long enough and I totally trusted her to be working for the amount of hours that I asked her to. So that was not a problem. And then instead of billing me through Upwork, obviously she had to send me uh, a bill in another way. So she used FreshBooks. Every Monday morning, she would send me a bill through FreshBooks and I would pay it online either using PayPal or my credit card. Eventually, that VA decided to work full-time for someone else, and she helped me find her replacement, which was wonderful. She was a member of a virtual assistant Facebook group, and she told them, everyone who was in the group, that she was going to be leaving soon and asked if anyone would be willing to take over the job. There were actually a couple of people who said, yes, I have availability, and so I just emailed back and forth with them, and that's how I ended up with my current VA, Megan. Now, another really awesome way to find a VA that people don't think of is to find out if you can get an intern from a local college. For a few semesters, I participated as a business owner in what's called an experiential learning program with a nearby college called Cuca College. I'll include links for all of this in the show notes. I don't know if they do this program anymore, but I have recommended this to many other acupuncturists and it's worked out for several of them. So the idea is that Cuca College requires students to have a certain number of hours of on-the-job training in order to graduate. So I contacted one of the professors in the communications department and said, I'm looking for a virtual social media manager to help me with my business. Do you have any students who are looking for experiential learning in this area to complete their hours. And she recommended students to me for several semesters in a row. This is a huge win for you and the student. Because they're interns, you don't have to pay them. Instead, they get credits through the university that they need in order to graduate. And if it turns out that you really like working with them, at the end of the semester, you could hire them and pay them. Again, I will include the link to this specific university. It's called Cuca College in the show notes. But you might actually find that other schools near you do something similar. Okay, another really common question I get is, do you have any recommendations for VAs that you know? 
So yes, absolutely. I do know a couple of wonderful VAs through Instagram who currently have availability for new clients. I will link to them in the show notes. And if you're thinking of hiring them, I recommend shooting them a DM to start a conversation, discuss what you need help with, and you know, you can talk about what they specialize in, the kinds of tasks that they usually do for people, and see if you are a good fit for each other. And remember that even if you're not a good fit for each other, they have a network of people, of other VAs, that they might be able to refer to you. So if you need something specific like graphic design and they don't do much of that, they might be able to say, hey, I have a friend who only does graphic design as a VA, okay? And they can send you over there. All right, I hope this episode has been really helpful and that it kind of liberates you and inspires you to hire a VA so that you can free up some of your time and your brain space to focus on more important things in your practice. Again, definitely check the show notes for the links to those VAs on Instagram and the other resources I mentioned. As always, it's awesome to talk to you and I will see you in two weeks for the next episode. 